Hey, it's Bryce McNabb, Emmy Award-winning director of McNabb Storytelling, an Emmy-nominated brand storytelling agency. You're listening to Storytelligent, the show that helps you leverage your story to create a brand your audience loves. Consider this your antidote to the marketing echo chamber. You're welcome. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Okay, in this episode, I'm talking about a level one brand. So um, back in the fall, I released an episode of which was when to tell your brand story. Um, and in that episode, I talked about the five stages of brand development. So it's thinking through like how your brand story evolves over time throughout the growth of your business. All right. So as your brand grows and as your business develops, um, the types of stories that you should be telling, or rather it's like how that will impact the story that you're telling with each growth stage. And the response that I got, I can only assume that it's just irritation. Probably irritation because most people aren't actually talking about this. I think it's a lot of tickle the ear type of thing where everybody's like, yeah, start with why. Go out there and be Apple talk about why you do stuff, inspire people, rally support. Um, and and therefore, we've got like a massive wave of people creating a lot of expensive marketing at an inappropriate time for their business. And so let's look first at more clearly now, what is a level one brand? What's the goal of level one, right? What should your focus be? And because I think people were trying to figure out in the questions I've got, um, people were trying to figure out like, am I a level one brand? Here's the thing. If you're asking that question, you're probably a level one brand. Okay. Like if you, if you had to ask that question, probably a level one brand. All right. Um, but what I want to hopefully do in this episode is not just like make you feel bad for being a level one brand. It's to, to help you realize like, oh, this is what I need to accomplish first. Like these are my priorities right now. And this is how brand storytelling will help me mature, right? It's understandable why we look at what these iconic brands are doing. We see what Apple is doing. We see what Nike does. We see what Red Bull does. We see what Patagonia does. And we're just like, let's do that. That seems to be what works for these big brands. So let's just emulate what a giant brand does because then that's apparently that's the model for success. I mean, these are multi-billion dollar companies, right? So if that's how they're marketing themselves, then that's the winning formula. We need to emulate that winning formula. And this is just a, a bad assumption. It's, it's really, it's the quickest route to bankruptcy for your brand. Okay. Like, um, so that's why I wanted to more accurately map out. No, there's actually five stages of brand growth that your company is going to experience over its lifetime, hopefully, right? If it makes it, if you immediately jump out and try to like act like an iconic brand, then you're definitely never going to move through those five stages because you're just going to like ruin your, <laughs> your company. You're going to ruin your business. It's, it's really, it is the swiftest path 
to just bankrupt your entire brand. And that, and therefore you've now, you're never going to make the impact you want to make on the world. You're never going to help the people that you set out to make because you tried to emulate a formula that's not for your current stage of development. It's kind of like we have to think about ourselves um, and our businesses rather as um, it's like it's 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 like learning anything. You can't just run out when you're snowboarding or something expecting to behave as if you are a professional athlete in the X Games. When you're first starting out, doesn't make any sense, right? The same rules apply to marketing and to branding, right? To brand storytelling is that we just can't run out and tell these level of stories because um, it doesn't make any sense. And we will, in the same way, fall flat on our face and really hurt ourselves severely. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just go back and refresh you on what those five stages of brand growth are. We're going to focus on level one here. And so those five stages is level one, awareness. Level two is lifestyle. Level three is product. Level four is philanthropic. And level five is iconic. Okay, so what do I mean by that? I'll just give a quick refresher of each of these stages, okay? So at level one, awareness, your brand story is what you do. When most companies start out, they've got a single offering, okay? It's like, so if we can just use Apple as an example, they had a single offering. Apple Computer Company sold the Apple Computer, okay? It's like the company was, the brand was what it provided. It was what it sold. So what is their story? Their story is about the Apple Computer and how that Apple Computer benefits your life. That's it, okay? Same thing for for like... Any other brand, you start with your singular offering, okay? And your company's brand story is the value. It's your marketplace story, right? It's your SB7 if you want to think about it that way. Like your, your brand story is the value that this product offers and the transformation it causes within your target audience, your target customer, okay? That's your story. When you get to lifestyle, most likely at that stage of a company's life, they have expanded their offerings, and because they've expanded their offerings, the company's story can no longer be exactly what they do because now you do a variety of things. So therefore, you have to communicate a mission story, okay? Because it now becomes a it becomes necessary to create an umbrella that makes sense of your different offerings. And so that's when your mission actually is your lifestyle that you're communicating, that's really when you really start to lean into your why because you have to create an umbrella that ties all of your offerings in together so it gives the gives your audience context on how to process this. Um, at level three, your, your um, brand now becomes a product. And this is when your marketing channels actually start earning, actually become a revenue source for your company. What do I mean by that? So um, this is this is a level when companies start hosting their own events, okay? Um, the maybe the maybe an executive wrote a book and they're selling a book and that book is part of a lead gen for the rest of their their company, but it's a lead gen that you get paid for, okay? If you've been doing a bunch of content marketing, maybe you're able to like actually monetize your content marketing platforms, 
All right. So that's what I mean is that your, your marketing itself becomes a revenue source for your organization. At level four is when you, you can now start doing philanthropic marketing. So this is when you're telling like net good stories where you're, where you're telling stories that literally advance your mission and, and it's marketing for the purpose of making an impact on society. If you look at Patagonia and what Patagonia does, they created an entire film department and for the sole purpose of making documentaries that advance their mission and advance their causes. These documentaries have nothing to do with clothing. They're, they have everything to do with sustainability, food, um, clean water and fishing. Like it, it's, it's the things that they're actually passionate about and it's topics related to the outdoors, but it's not anything to do with their clothes. Okay. And so the whole purpose of those is to advance their mission, to change and impact society through their marketing. That's what you can do when you get to philanthropic. And then finally is iconic. Now you've literally become a cultural myth, a cultural icon. And these are the giant brands like Apple, Coca-Cola, Nike. That's what they're doing. Okay. So there's a lot of legwork that you have to do in order to even reach that iconic stage. And that's why their marketing is mythological in a sense, right? Like that's why they, they've leaned in so much into that style of marketing because, and brand storytelling, it's because they've, they're now at the iconic level. They can, they can do whatever they want. They got billions of dollars. <laughs> that's why, okay? They have enough revenue to offset the costs of that level of marketing. Early in my career, I was working with a collective of videographers, and one day one of them called me a storyteller. And I rejected that. I didn't feel like a storyteller, and it didn't feel right calling myself one. You know, Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, those guys are storytellers. I'm just making like company videos. I wasn't a storyteller. And the reason why it felt uncomfortable is because I knew the truth. I had no idea what a story was, let alone how to even tell one, which is ironic because we are natural born storytellers. Stories are just a significant part of our life. In fact, they're the fabric of our existence. Your identity is a story. So I wanna give you a gift because as a listener of this show, you deserve to own the title of storyteller. I've created the first ever Storytelligent guidebook called Turn Strangers Into Advocates. And honestly, this is a guidebook. I'm giving you a very practical understanding of what a story is, along with my five-step brand story framework. And this is it. This is my breadwinner. It's helped me win three regional Emmy Awards and helped my clients generate over $450 million worth of revenue. And it's yours absolutely free. So you can find a download link in the show notes or head over to McNabbStorytelling.com and download it there. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Your brand story is what you do. So at level one, your brand story is what you do. Your company is what you do. So therefore, the story that you're telling is the marketplace story. It's the story about, here's my customer. Here's, here's this customer. And they have these problems that they're facing. These problems are like super frustrating, right? And they're affecting them on all different levels. And they just, they can't seem to get past, past this issue. They've got this dream of what they want their life to actually be like. They, they have these, these goals that they're setting out to fulfill. But because this problem's in their way, 
they can't move forward and it's stuck and it's now threatening them. So you raise the stakes. It's now threatening them. Oh my gosh, life is about to be completely terrible. But our service or our product comes in and removes that blockage from them, right? And not only does it remove that blockage from them and cause massive relief in their life, but now we've got these added benefits and added features that significantly benefit their life. So their, pro- their, their life was bad before, but now, not only do they not have that problem in the way, now it's even better because of all these features and benefits that we've added to their life. And they are now a completely new person. They're fully transformed. And now they're recommending that you also have that same experience with this company. That's the marketplace story. That is a customer testimonial story. So you're really focused on finding customer testimonials from your ideal customers, right? And then telling those and trying to get as many of those out as possible so that way it's super clear about what you do. This ultimately is your value proposition in a story format. So identifying a very clear, attractive offer for your customer, your value proposition, the value that you provide them, okay? Getting very clear about your positioning, right? Like like how do you need to actually position yourself so that way your customer understands that you can help them, okay? Getting very clear about your customer, about your ideal customer. Who do you want to work with? Who are you seeking to help, right? And and who who best benefits from your service, right? Like that's what you're trying to focus in on. And then um, once you figure out that profile, you're thinking about the developing that customer profile from both demographics as well as deep psychographics, getting inside of their mind, understanding their desires, understanding what they care about, understanding the problems that they face, understanding how those problems affect them, learning their jargon and speaking their jargon. Okay, like like you have to really step into their shoes to fully empathize with them. You've got to become, we, we have um, in all of our, our meetings when we start off the week, it says, we are a student of our customer. Like that's what we're focused on. That's what we're trying to accomplish. That's what we're trying to do. Because the better I know who I'm serving, the better I can serve them, the better I can make my offer, the better I can make my services, the better I can structure my entire marketing, the better I can structure a, a better user experience, All of these things lead towards a better brand, a better experience, a better message, all right? And then what we're trying to figure out is once we figured out that customer profile, we figure out the customer journey. How does our customer journey through our company? Because that helps us to accomplish what I just explained, making everything better because now we're we're thinking from their perspective, not our perspective. Like what do they need to see? What questions do they have? And then once we figured out that customer journey, we map that out even more fully into our customer's learning path. So it's not just thinking about their journey through our funnel. We have to think through how how do they get to the point where they have this problem in the first place? How did they even come about finding us in the first place? That is the level of detail that we want to figure out because once we figured that out, like I talked about in the previous episode, brand stories and sales funnels, then we can appropriately map out a sales funnel where we can 
catch them before they even realize um, that they're that they have the problem that we solve, and we can start to just establish that relationship ahead of time, right? So we can catch them where they're at, walk in step with them, and then bring them into our funnel. Um, and uh, and then as we're thinking through our sales process, right? Uh, we have to map out our, that sales process, right? And as we're thinking that through, we're trying to be mindful and keep note of all the frequently asked questions that people have at each step, okay? Because once we've got an understanding of that, we know what content to make. So that's really what we're trying to figure out. That's the strategic foundation we're trying to lay at level one. It's positioning, value proposition, customer profile, customer journey, customer learning path, the sales process, frequently asked questions. And the final thing is the SEO strategy. We have to go ahead and identify our core keywords that we want to focus on and then start making content about those keywords. We can start establishing our authority and then start raising our ranking on Google. You can and should be communicating your why at this stage. However, your why must be contextualized within why, like within the value that your singular offering provides to this person. What I mean by that is the why that someone wants to hear about at this stage is why did you create this for me? Why did you make this for me? Why do you care so much about me that you would go out of your way to create this wonderful experience and to transform my life and to better my life? So you're, it's, it's kind of like an origin story, but it's not a selfish-focused origin story where it's like, I set out to, to do this because, because my life journey, right? Like, no one cares about your life journey right now. Like, what people want to know is unless, of course, your life journey is significant to you realizing this person has a need that you are are like um, the best equipped to possibly solve. So your origin story is essentially like, how did you identify this need in the market in the first place? How did you um, come to realize oh, this isn't being done properly. There's a better way of solving this problem for this person. Or um, maybe this person isn't being served. Maybe you realize you found some sort of gap in the marketplace and you were just like, that's not good. It's not good that these people are being overlooked. Therefore, I created my company and this service to help them. And then how did you go about figuring that out? And then you can talk about, you can flex your expertise in a sense, talking about like why this system or this process or whatever is in place, but it's all within the context of it's for them to benefit them, right? You have to, you have to really be careful here about um, trying to avoid taking on the disease and taking on an insulated mindset. It's easier when you're at level one because you're usually closer to the starting point of the business. And at the starting point of the business, it is always about the customer, right? It's only as the business grows and gets complicated, you add on more people, you add on more divisions, that then the silos start to create. And then the natural tendency to inwardly focus happens because now you're dealing with all the internal politics and stuff, right? So 
Your origin story is about why you created it for them. You have to realize you're always answering the question, what's in it for me? Because that, that's the question that's inside of the customer's mind, customer's mind at all time. What's in this for me? Why should I trust you? Why should I trust you? And so what we're doing with that, with that origin story is basically proving why they should trust us, proving, showing them where our heart is and helping them realize that our heart really is in the right place here because it's focused on them. Hey, I just got a quick question. Are you a regular listener of this show? If so, I've got a small favor to ask. You know, I love being able to provide these insights and help to guide you along your brand storytelling journey. But the truth is, this show isn't exactly free. So in order to offset that cost, I need to make sure that it's actually growing. But there is something that you can do to help me grow. If you could please leave me a rating and review, I would be extremely appreciative. Thanks so much for spending time with me and listening to my rants and enjoy the rest of the show. So what are you trying to build at level one? Like, like, okay, if you've got this strategy, what does that look like in terms of physical or rather digital actual deliverables? What does this look like? Well, you want to build a, um, a evergreen content funnel. And so what I mean by that is specific evergreen pieces that are, are necessary to, to do marketing work for you. Man, that was a really terrible way of just saying it's like, um, maybe it's an introductory video, right? It's, a, it's If you find yourself continuously having the same conversations over and over and over and over again, that's a great indication of we have an opportunity to make a content piece around this. So that way, this thing is now, it's at scale. It's doing the work for you because the goal here is to compress the amount of time that it takes to build a relationship with somebody, right? Because we want to create a healthy revenue stream and therefore we want, we're trying to leverage um, marketing to its fullest extent, which means we're just automating the relationship building process, all right? So if you continuously find that you're having the same conversations over and over again, that's a great time to make a piece of content. So a an evergreen content f- funnel is more of like a passive, um, someone finds your website, someone finds one of your um, one of your marketing pieces, and they're trying to, to research about you. These are almost like mainstay content pieces that help people get a sense of who you are and what you're about. So a company overview, like of telling the story that I just told, maybe some customer testimonials, right? Like you're, you're thinking through like core foundational, content pieces, be them videos or articles that are specifically addressing like SEO, um, maybe they're SEO articles specifically designed to generate organic traffic to your, to your website, right? Like you're creating content that solves the immediate problems that your customers have. So they're, you're more likely to be found, but they understand you better, right? Um, so that's what you're trying to create an evergreen content funnel. These are like long lasting things that are going to last your company like years, right? Long shelf life. And then you want to create sales funnels. So sales funnels, specific sales funnels designed to attract your specific target customer 
Or if you if you realize you've got like a, a couple different segments, then make one per segment. If you've already have a couple different offers at this moment, make one per offer, right? But this is like thinking through like, it could be as simple as building up your email list. So having a, just a specific um, like lead gen value add that's just there to build your email list. Or you could think about it as... Um, driving towards a specific offer. So it's a lead gen that's related to an introductory offer. So you can start to um, drive business that way. And now that you have both those things in place, now you're using marketing to basically do some heavy lifting for you so you can free up some of your time and condense the amount of time that it usually would take you to start to form these relationships and to establish trust with your ideal customers. Once you have those things set in place, um, things will start to be easier, right? Like now you're really honed in on exactly who you're trying to target. You're really honed in on how you need to approach them, how you need to communicate with them. You're constantly framing your value, the value you offer within a story. So they're internalizing it now, right? So the message is really sticking with them, okay? And, and now you have these foundations set in place, so that way you've started to automate this entire process. You're also now thinking about improving your entire process, like where can we place content along maybe even our onboarding process or, or like throughout the funnel, so that way it makes a great experience for our clients, our customers, donors, whatever, right? Like that's really what you're building. It's that foundation. When you've got that foundation, yes, now you have the things in place to help your business convert potential leads into customers. Now you're capable of telling other stories, right, that aren't so focused on making sales and driving revenue. You can now focus more on let's now expand and let's now tell something more mission focused, something more entertainment focused, because now if somebody sees that, you have a framework set in place for them to go to. Like like it's the that's the the scary thing about hey, let's just do what these iconic brands are doing is you're going to build a story that will be an extreme value add, but you don't have a framework for them to catch them right you don't have you don't have it set up for them to really now what's my next step what's their next step right how do they begin to form a relationship with you how do they now get the value that you provide if they don't understand the value that you you provide all they saw was this great great video this wow that's really cool let me share it with some people but we never want to make ourselves an entertainer for free right like you have to make sure first this is the strategic foundation we're building. We're getting super focused on who we're serving, the value we offer them. We're positioned in such a way that they understand us. We've got systems in place now to help um, turn them into customers so we can transform their life, right? And then we've got this set in place so that way we've got healthy revenue streams coming into our business, which frees us up to actually make the impact that we set out to make in the first place. All right. Hope this was helpful. Hope this gave you more of a depth on what level one 
uh, brand looks like. As always, if you have any questions, you can reach me at Storytelligent on Instagram, or you can send me a message directly through the website, mcnabstorytelling.com. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care.